podcast is too dark. So we're going to start. So what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to pause and say, is I'm going to say, uh, so what I'm going to do this time, then I'll say what then you say. So we're going to start, say, uh, then you say whatever you want to say. And this is your host, Tom. And we're here to to bring you not only the news, but also the blues. Uh, the Jazz Fest is coming through town this week, and <laughs> no one can stop talking about it. And that is a direct quote from the town's current mayor, Mal Caliver, who we just learned in a breaking news textual update has dropped out of the upcoming election. And uh, we're on uh, showusyourpolls.com right now. And we're going to have that breaking news when we get back. Goodbye. And Mayor Caliver has dropped out of the race. This uh, due to the fact uh, he is still mourning the loss of his cow spouse. You're out! And uh, there was a vigil for the cow, um, but nobody showed up. Thank you very much! Besides Mayor Caliver. And he said that he felt the town betrayed him. And... Now I've uh, got the polls pulled up on polls. Show us your polls. Uh, show us your polls. Uh, and it shows that my percentages have doubled. I'm now receiving two percent of the votes. <laughs> Some breaking news. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was an unknown candidate on on the ticket. Uh, news has come out that that is actually Broderick Bunkley, and now he is second, right behind Braxley. <laughs> This has been your poll update. P-O-L-D-U-P-E-A-T-E. Now, Jeffrey, I understand you had you had a big old a big old bagel for breakfast this morning. Yeah, I put everything on top and I uh, put just a regular piece of bread on top of that, and it's just like a half bagel sandwich. Half bagel sandwiches, right off the corner of Thirty First and Anderson. It's a yellow building. You won't miss it. You don't really get food like this very often. It's got a nice texture. Hmm. Oh, it is pretty tasty. You don't really get food like this very often. I've I've went in there thinking that it's going to be disgusting. It's one of my favorite breakfast items, and I suggest uh, everybody download our recipe from the podcast. You're going to see a link on your Zelda game, and uh, click them. They'll laugh because that's how you tickle Link. Aliens! Where are they coming from? Ladies and gentlemen, something strange has just happened. There was a large blue beam came right out of Jeffrey's nose, and uh, all of a sudden it looks like somebody is starting to materialize right in front of us. We'll check back in on that later. We've been hearing a lot of racket outside of our studio lately, so we want to know what, what everybody's doing. Uh, what, what's everyone talking about? Why are we celebrating certain days? When should I start grilling my meats outside? Uh. And I understand that we've got a, a recurring guest in the studio today. Uh, his name is Hank. Um, how you doing today, Hank? Scuba, 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 scuba diving. All right, see you, Hank. I understand that um, people come into our studio. I don't know how they do it, but every once in a while we have guests come in. And I want to know 
which way they're getting out so I can maybe try to follow them. I'm in the forums right now. and Speak it's on. Uh, Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Yarpy is back. Uh, I guess that blue beam that came out of Jeffrey's nose turned out to be the old Yarpster. How's everybody doing? Hey, so I would like to talk about the alien abduction. Uh, full disclosure, they asked me not to say anything, and I'm going to tell you every detail. Yarpy, go ahead and uh, I understand you, you composed a list. Uh, you want to go ahead and read us uh, the top three off that list, skip past four, and also tell us number five. Sure. A on the list, I was abducted by aliens. Number two, they sucked out my brains. So you're going in alphabetical order. So A was aliens, B was brains. What's C? The next thing that happened was they did an operation. <laughs> See? And then go back down. Yarpy's back. So I'm walking down the down the street. It's 2:30 in the morning. Um, I'm just walking along. I get to the corner of 31st and Anderson, and all of a sudden, a blue light comes from the sky, and I hear 90s hair metal. And aliens come down, and there's three of them. There's a green one, there's a light green one, and there's a dark green one. Um, There was something similar about them, but I couldn't place my finger on it. And so they said, we're going to take you with us. And I said, "Um, okay, where are we going? And that's whenever they took my brain out. Anyway, Yarpy, I understand that you found a new restaurant that... It's really out of this world, to be honest with you. And you said that uh, you went there on... uh you went there on the alien's dime. Um, did you uh, take that to your advantage and order an appetizer? Well, okay, so the way that alien out uh, alien out works is that you uh, don't really have appetizers as much as it's just uh, you start with dessert. Dessert. Everything in, in uh, Alienville, which is where I was, is backwards. So well, how, do you, how would you say the name of it then? Ilvipst. <laughs> Okay, what is the uh, topic? A local poet has gone around the town. He uh, claims he found a magical pen on the top of a mountain. Now, he went and got this pen, and he came back, and he said he can walk up to any couple and write the poem that they're going to ask the new mayor to read at their wedding. He wrote a poem um, for uh, Yarpy's cousin Yardy and his girlfriend, Susanna. And um, it went something like this. I'm here, the mayor, to let y'all get married. Now that you've decided to spend the rest of your last life together, all your secrets have been buried away from each other for the rest of your days. So, uh, here's to wine and cake. And this is exactly what Mal- Mayor, uh, what the mayor says right before he sends them on their honeymoon. Squeeze on. Yes. You may not believe this, guys, but I just have uh, found out from the forums from user accreditation poetry. Jeffrey wrote that poem. It's a great poem. Water prices have gone down this year because of the giant stream that seems to escape from a book about water that was found in the town library that burned down 13 years ago. The scoopy, the spooky scoop is coming your way from ERP. So when I was in Alienville, I discovered that there were some uh, spookies. 
Um, you may call them ghosts, but in Alienville, they call them spookies. There were some spookies. So one night, we decided to try and catch the spookies. We went out with some nets, and we're walking around, and, and the aliens told me to say, Spookies! Spookies! So I said, Spookies! Spookies! And um, that was it. That was it. We never caught any. And I'm... I, I went over there because the RP stood up to tell that story because he has to do a lot of uh, foot gestures. And while he was doing that, I stole his seat. And now I'm on the forums. And I, I, I want to say that we're getting quite a bit of feedback from the story because a lot of people are saying spookies aren't real. And now I understand Jeffrey. Uh, he's over there doing push-ups, but I, I think that he's trying to prove a point. Jeffrey, what is that point you're trying to prove? You got to always be on the lookout. A mysterious blue van uh, was spotted in front of old lady Tegan's house yesterday morning. And three men wearing no clothes got out of the van and started doing push-ups in old lady Tegan's yard. And I understand that one of the points that Jeffrey was trying to make by doing his push-ups was that he doesn't like old lady Tegan either. And uh, <laughs> here with his exclusive scoop on the reason that he does not like, well, the exclusive scoop on why Jeffrey doesn't like old lady Tegan <laughs> is Yarpy. So from what I understand, Jeffrey um, actually used to have a crush on Miss Tegan. But it turns out Miss Tegan actually decided to be an investor for a local uh, competing podcast here in town. I ran with Suzanne. You may be familiar with a lady named Suzanne. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck Suzanne. That's what I say. Um, her podcast, I Ran with Suzanne, is picking up what people are calling a little bit of steam. And it's starting to get on my last nerve because this... This fucking bitch came up to me and asked me, Hey, what, what the fuck do you think my podcast should be about? And then I said, You're always running. Maybe make it about that. And then whenever she started running away from me in a full sprint, I told her, No, wait, please don't use that idea. I think it would actually be a good one. And you don't deserve a good idea. And that was the lady that Miss Tegan has invested in. So... Jeffrey was unfortunately rejected by Mrs. Tegan, and that uh, in lies the uh, the push-ups. You know what that means? It's time for our favorite segment, Town Sounds. Town Sounds. Town Sounds. Town Sounds is getting scarier. Gather around. And you'll hear a ghost story. There was a girl named Tori who had a ghost story. Tori said she was feeling a little bory. So she went outside and looked at the Aurora Borealis. And then she took a Cialis. This spot was paid for by Cialis. Cialis. 
Hey, everybody. Uh, it's Tom here. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, remind you that I'm running for office. Uh, I've noticed that my polls have doubled since the last week, and I want to thank all of my fans out there. And um, <laughs> Keep in mind that politics is no longer about your ideals anymore. It's just about your fans. Uh, so I want to let you guys know I'm out there rooting for you, too. I want everybody to know that I love you and that the biggest message and the reason I love you is because politics is over. America is over. There's no hope. You know, Tom, when I was in Alienville, I actually saw a sign out in one of the uh, aliens' yards that said, Vote for Tom. Well, we knew from the polls, from, from the websites, that I was doing well in um, outer space-related politics. And it's because a lot of my ideas are a little bit out of this world. <laughs> Uh, to give you credit, the Intergalactic Union gave you a uh, A rating for uh, um, overall best candidate. But they said that uh, one of the biggest problems I had was my weak ankles. They uh, they did a little bit of scouting. They realized when I played uh, high school baseball that I had to wear cleats that came up about four inches past the middle of my shin. <laughs> And this was a strategic thing put in place by my coach, who is also the family doctor. And he said it was because if I didn't wear them, my knees would crumble into a... Well, have you ever seen a trash bag that's filled with broken pebbles? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what my knee would have been like. Right, Yarpy? That's right. Uh, while I was in Alienville, I just wanted to say I had a lot of time to think about the podcast. And what did you think of? Oh, uh, nothing. I just had a lot of time to think about it. I didn't actually think about it. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yarpy, I understand that you're over there in the forums, and uh, somebody composed a short story, uh, and they said they wanted you to read it, but in a silly voice. And uh, you said this is something you're really excited about doing, so why don't you go ahead and share that with the, with the listeners? Well, I did read that as well in the forums, Tom, but I have actually decided to pass this one over to Jeffrey as I feel like his voice-making ability is much better than mine. All right, Jeffrey, go ahead and grace us with some of that voice-making ability. Hello. I was doing LT. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. A dog is on the loose. The dog is wearing a saddle, so local authorities suggest if you want to try to catch it, you got to hop on top of it. If you're in need of a saddle, come on down to Sally's Silly Saddles, right on 31st and Anderson, next to where I was abducted by aliens. Now, Sally's Silly Saddles appeared the day after Yarpy was uh, abducted by the, the, the light green one, the green one, and the dark green one. Anyway, Sally's got some saddles that are pink and yellow and lime green, all the silly colors that people uh, people pay money for. What's up? Sally, silly saddles, come on down to the sale on Saturday. Yeah. Come on! You want to talk about a Saturday sale? We got all sorts of things on sale. Uh, we've, we found this weird bag of pepperoni here in the studio. It didn't smell too bad, so we just took it down to the flea market, and uh, <laughs> some gypsies came along, and they said that they wanted to do their magic on it. Anyway, uh, go down there and buy some pepperoni. If you don't have a slicer, you can get a slice already packaged sliced, or you can ask them to slice it for you there while you're there. 
Uh-oh, I feel someone overtaking my body to sing one of the hit songs on the radio. Somebody drop somebody drop a beat. Get it on, 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 get it on. Come on, girl, get it on. Come on, girl, get it on. Come on, girl, get it on. 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 Put that shirt back on. We've been talking about our favorite uh, finger accessories. Some people are saying if you get a sock puppet, if you get a sock puppet, that it covers your whole hand, so it's like five fingers worth of accessories. Other people are saying that if you just wear gloves, and then you look a little more royal. I haven't met any of these people, but that's what Yarpy told me during our lunch break about what the forms were saying. We've been, uh, there's been a lot of discussion about good old Jeremiah lately, and I'd just like to say I'm here, and I've been doing this the whole time. And uh, that logically brings us to our list of sellers today. The number one seller on our list today is Bob. Uh, Bob was doing a good job at the market today. He sold a lot of his wares. Uh, He's very enthusiastic about all his produce, and uh, it just really got everyone going and willing to shut out, out their pocket, out their pocket, pocket papers. Papers. Right, right into his hands. Uh, Bob doesn't accept square or anything like that, so you got to have your pocket papers. Um, I went down to the market with some of my pocket, pocket papers. papers. Um, this was in a dream I had, but I think the point still stands, and I came across a couple of... Uh, Interesting markets. Uh, one of them was just a picture of me uh, in the middle of class wearing nothing but underwear. Um, I didn't have any of my teeth, and the girl I liked was pointing at me and laughing. Um, anyway, I think this is one of the best competing markets, and I think that we should uh, patronize it. Squeeze on. Yeah, Yarpy. Somebody in the forums wanted to know what color underwear you had on. Uh, well, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, they were. <laughs> Yellow, and they had pink flames. Uh, I also rambled down a little bit further, and I noticed that there was a, a man who had acid burns on his face and also had some knives sticking out of his knuckles, and he was running after me, and he, he was there even when I woke up. Anyway, that was our list of sellers today. Let the magic consume you. We have a magician in the studio, and he's going to perform a magic trick for us. We'll let you know what we think of the trick. Uh, I'm the, the 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 magician you guys hired. I want to go ahead and perform one of my favorite tricks for you guys. That's cool. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. I studied magic. Uh, actually, where Yarpy Dunn went to was in Alienville. Uh, but this was not the real Alienville. It was one. It was in Texas. All right. Well, if you'd like to go ahead and perform one of your favorite tricks for you, we'll let you know what we think. All right, listeners. Uh, I want you guys to hold out your hands, but first put a nickel in there. Let me see up your sleeves. Yeah, you got some nice little arm meat there. Mm. Now, listeners, close your fist. Hold on real tight. Open your fist. That nickel's still there. Yeah, and I tell you what, before I opened it, I had, there was like a whole fit, I was looking at a whole fit. As soon as I opened it, 
Uh, yeah, that's the main point of the trick. Uh, don't tell anybody else about this. I understand that. Uh, Guys, the magician um, just disappeared. I don't want your fucking food, man. So I don't want your fucking food. We get a lot of uh, fan mail. Uh, most of them are crudely drawn pictures of, of Jeffrey. Um, but it's still, still nice to see. I've seen Tom wearing a, a silly mask, so it looked like, what is this, is that even Tom or is it this character that, Tom, that his face looks like? And then I saw uh, Jeffrey wearing a faceless mask. Uh, he was also holding a butcher's knife, and he chased me around the studio for a solid 15 minutes. Squeeze on. Yeah, RP. I'm just remembering the time I saw Tom with the Jeffrey mask and Jeffrey with the Tom mask, and I thought, which one is Jeffrey? Which one is Tom? And we just laughed. I remember that one time when I came in the studio, and Jeffrey was wearing a Yarpy mask, and Yarpy was wearing a Jeffrey mask. And I didn't know which one was Yarpy and which one was Jeffrey. And we just laughed. And we just laughed. I remember this one time. Uh, we were all wearing Susanna masks, and, and Tom got really mad about it. Well, it's because you guys didn't tell me you put a mask on me. Uh, I went and looked in the mirror, and I punched the mirror. And uh, our uh, uh, proprietor, Gus, got really upset that I broke a mirror, and he said that he had to be a spirit for seven more years. Yum, 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 yum. I remember that night vividly. Uh, you actually cried, and you still had the Susanna mask on, so we couldn't say anything to Tom. We had to say, um, oh, Susanna, do, uh, don't you cry for me. <laughs> and we, I didn't know who Susanna even, I don't, still don't even know who she is. And I remember later that night, I, after I got done crying in the bathroom, I came back in here, and you, <laughs> if Save would have it, Yarpy had a Jeffrey mask on, and Jeffrey had a Yarpy mask on. And uh, I, we, just, we just all started tickling each other, and, and then we fell asleep, and the next morning we woke up was the first night we were locked in the studio. Um, so we're back somewhere, um, and we're recording. The, the town uh, started sending Yarpy a bunch of text messages about a giant bubble that appeared in uh, that restaurant, uh, five, uh, Three Fries, where every meal is brought to you in uh, large French fries. Um, one of the customers ordered the bubblegum french fry. Good gravy! And it's got all kinds of good gravy on top of it. Well, he started eating that bubblegum french fry, and then the next thing you know, he blew a bubble that won't stop growing. Half the restaurant has already been overtaken by this bubble, and Yarpy said he just got a text message from somebody that is in the restaurant currently. And guys, we don't get breaking news like this often, so Yarpy, go ahead and tell us what's going on over there. I'm sitting there with my text message that, of course, uh, my text message line is open to the public because I publicize it uh, on 31st and Anderson. Uh, there's a billboard with my phone number on it. Drive by, give me a text. Um, so the text. So I received this text from an anonymous uh, townsperson, and it's, uh, you're not going to believe this, it's a picture of a restaurant and a bubble. And so from that, we obviously assume that this bubble has taken over the restaurant. 
I understand that uh, what Broderick Bunkley is doing, he's going out to everybody's house and taping some plastic spoons over their doorknobs um, so that people can grab the spoons and go out there and have some of the bubble for themselves. It seems like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to heat a giant bubble. Yum, 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 yum. Nothing better than even blowing it, blowing some bubbles. We got a caller on the lines. Uh, caller, are you there? Uh, I'm trying to call somebody. Uh, yeah, how can we help you today? This is uh, Tom's romance segment where I romance the caller. The uh, the buttons here are too, big, too small. I can't see who I'm calling. They gave me uh, the stuff to call, and I'm still typing in the numbers. Well, you should just tell her how you feel. Um... Um, if you have this girl that you like so much, Scholar, um, what you need to do is try to woo her. And the best way to woo her is to, whenever she's not looking, go up there, pull out a any kind of razor blade or any kind of sharp blade you have, and chop off some of the skin on one of her cuticles. Uh, put it in a package and send it to her mom. I don't know her mom's address. Uh, I accidentally already sent her, her, her dad uh, my toe. Or, um, she sounds perfect for you. And, Caller, I, I wish you guys a long, illustrious life full of sexual adventures and, guess what, uh, some baked goods coming from both of you. I'm still punching numbers. You are so hot. And that's what I want to let the caller know. You are a, you're a fine, you're a hot man, and you should be able to get any woman you want, including this woman. And I understand that Yarpy says that she's writing in the forums right now. This is callers. This is unprecedented. Uh, Yarpy, you said that uh, she said she said something to the caller here. Yeah, she got right on here and she typed uh, something to the caller. She sure did. And listeners, this is a good point to bring up. If you switch to the uh, $20.99 a month membership, Yarpy will text you what she said. You belong to us, listeners. And whenever you give us money, that's good for the economy because um, we'll go out and we'll buy cool stuff like uh, we'll buy like satellite TV for the studio. That's right. I'll be the best man on my own wedding. I'll be standing beside myself. Um, I don't have any friends. This is the theme song that I wrote for those crazy green fellas. people that haven't been able to see it before so what they're going to try to do is they got a hydraulic system implanted and they're going to raise themselves up really high to try to be an example or like a big a huge tower or something um and 
all the people that are not allowed to worship will be um, allowed to as long as it's just that one uh, in that one church and they agree with everything, uh, you know, if they convert. I understand that the outreach's main purpose is to get uh, children to see how long their arms stretch out so we can start seeing their wingspans. And so that we can go ahead and, you know, if we have any potential basketball stars, we can go ahead and start shipping them off to other to other countries where basketball is more popular. Or if you're doing, like, a, a test for wings, there's a lot of inventors trying to make wings. If somebody already has a long wingspan, it would just make sense to use them as our guineas. It, it, essentially what we're trying to say is we're trying to turn our young Christian children into uh, a, a means to an end of uh, exporting uh, goods to other countries, whether it be for basketball or wing production, um, and so that we could have a little bit more of a stable economy. And uh, I understand that Yarpy uh, went to the college down the road that everybody knows about and that he studied economics, and he said he was going to be able to break us down as to why this is good for the town. It's great for the town. It's the economy, and they talk about it. They'll teach you about it. They'll tell you how to maneuver around it, how to cheat the system. I love the economic class on 31st Anderson. And I think that what Yarpy is a little too shy to say over there is that sell your stocks. Wet and squishy. Wet and squishy. Wet and squishy. That's all. I just want to say here before we wrap the episode, it's great to be back. I'm glad I have my brain back from the aliens. Um, When did you get it back? uh, Right before I got off of their, their mothership. Now, is that the ship that gave birth uh, to uh, the aliens or the ships? Well, the aliens that abducted me were only 15 years old, so they're not legal to drive. So it's uh, their mother's ship. So uh, a lot of aliens get permits around 15, so that's a lot like Earthlings. Uh, we're learning a lot. And, um, uh, do aliens, are aliens allowed to get hardship licenses? Uh, say they have a ship... Um, but for some reason, their parents are disabled or something. But they all, everybody needs to get around. Is that, is that a concern out in the in the universe? Um, I know they can get them made out of titanium. That's about as hard as the ships get. And all these questions are floating around the ether. And at any moment, anybody on the planet or another planet, wink wink, ERB, can tie, tie, uh, tap into the zeitgeist. And at that moment, you're able to realize the collective consciousness that binds us all together. And every time your heart beats, another heartbeat is uh, uh, beating in, in synchronicity with it. And what that means is you have a soulmate. And caller, if you're still on the line, I want to go ahead and tell you that go ahead and buy her a wedding ring. Skip past the proposal ring and buy her a wedding ring because when you pull that out, she'll initially think, oh, he bought me. He's going to propose. No, it's already wedding time. And she'll have to say from the bottom of her heart, I've never seen that before. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. But thanks. Thanks.